Hello. Hello. <laughs> what happened there? I just felt this urge to shout. <laughs> that was terrifying. <laughs> Do it again. No! <laughs> That's staying in! That was the best, most enthusiastic da I've ever heard. And we've been doing this for 17 weeks. Weeks? Well, probably a little bit more than that. Right, intro, go. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Hughes Musings Podcast. My name's John. And I'm Carol. And we are the Hughes's, and this is huge musings episode 17 episode 17 anniversary special it is an anniversary special so we wanted to do this about the time that we got married we're a little we're a week early but that's because we've got lots of things to do next week so we're going to be talking about our wedding and all things john and carol relationshipy yeah well realistically this is going to get released on the 6th no. Our anniversary is the 11th. So. Yeah, so I mean, we're not that far off, I guess. But yeah, so anyway, uh, we're going to be talking about our anniversary. Um, so Carol, firstly, we're just going to quickly catch up. Mm-hmm. How's your week been? My week has been really good. Excellent, yeah. You're very positive and very enthusiastic. That was the most uh, crazy-ass da I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, it was a da. So, since we last spoke, I have tried... A new exercise class that has changed my life. Yeah, you went and did um, pound, right? With the pound. sticks. Yeah, so it's like weighted drumsticks. Um, and you kind of... The, the theory of it is that you're distracted by keeping the beat and the rhythm of the sticks that you forget how much exercise you're pushing. Sure. So, like, what I've done was that you, like, you click it up the top, like, click and then you batter it off the floor so when you're doing a lunge you have to like batter off the floor like as much as you can so you don't realize how like long you're doing that lunge for because you're not focusing on the pain of the lunge you're focusing on battering the floor with your sticks or when you're doing a squat you've got to hit the floor with your sticks so you're really going deep deep down into that squat and the music is banging and it's like a bit of a dance and you can yeah batter the sticks sounds great yeah it was uh amazing i loved it and it was only 550 which is a really good price for classes because i've been doing pay go just now so i've been doing my yoga with my mom as well so i do that a saturday morning yeah uh, which i really have been enjoying um and i've done one of, oh my goodness i've done circuits laura oh, was yeah. like oh yeah you need to come and try this class it's not that bad it was hit circuits <laughs> i nearly died I thought this is the end. <laughs> this, uh, do you know that way? Like your face is pulsing because it's so hot, like you can feel it in your ears. Like you're, and I've left, I left my water bottle in the car. Yeah, no I'm surprised you even managed to get up the stairs after that class. I oh. saw you when you got through the door. So I've done that two nights ago. Something like that, yeah. Oh, I thought it was longer. It felt like longer. So I've done that two nights ago, and my body <laughs> is so sore. <laughs> Muscles I didn't know I have hurt. Yeah, yeah, that's generally how that works, yeah. Mm. So lifting up a child in work, I'm like, <laughs> down on the floor, I'm like, oh! <laughs> it's just, everyone's like, right, Carol, we got it. You've yeah, done you, an exercise class. You've got your old lady groans yeah, on it. Yeah. get it, but oh, I can't. I can't. <laughs> oh, my goodness. 
there was one point during the class so he gives you a, a 10 kilo it's like a circle that you normally put on a bar yeah yeah so a plate as a they plate. call it it's got two handles and you have to like lift it above you yeah and then squat touch the floor lift it i thought i thought if i drop this on my face i will knock myself out yes yeah, so it's 10 kilos yeah it'll do so, some damage and my arms were shaking my hands were sweating i thought this, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna die and then there's a bit where he has to do a plank for what felt like a lifetime. And I was like, I'm going to be sick. I am. I, my lunch is coming up. Like, it's happening. But, yeah, so Laura was very gracious and to let me have some of her water. I was like, Laura, get some of your water, please. <laughs> She's like, yeah, help yourself. <laughs> so I got some water. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> so I've been busy with that this week. Yeah. Good. Work's been good. I'm on the one of my favourite shifts, which is a half eight shift. So John and I get up together, go to work together. Yeah, we get to spend lots of time together. It feels like we work together. Yeah. Ish. Because we commute together. Yeah, <laughs> which is nice. Yeah, and we had a lovely weekend. Um, I went out for lunch with Nicola, went to Wagamama's. Yeah. I was yeah. good. I went with the naked katsu, which is 650 calories or less. So naked, that means it's like without the breadcrumbs. Yeah, it's still got yeah. the sauce. So it's literally um, just chicken breast with the sauce. Yeah, grilled chicken breast with the sauce. Nice. And then it's got brown rice. And then what are those little green beans that I bought once and you didn't like? Began with an E, I think. I don't know. I don't know, but little green beans. Um, and like salad, like usual salad, rocket, right. grated carrot, like a wee bowl. It's not like edamame, is it? Maybe. Maybe. Is that mm. little green beans? I don't know. Just thinking of, of like beans that begin with an E. You can get Adamame beans. So it was really good to that. And then Saturday night, we were really good. We had a mince curry, which I had made. Yeah. Um, And then Sunday, well, we went to Cosmo, didn't we? Yeah. So we <laughs> went to see a friend of mine, uh, Alan, uh, who I used to work with out in Egypt, being all musician-y and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's just come back off a cruise ship. He's just been doing the Choir of Man musical show, which is a huge show these days, uh, which is amazing. Honestly, I hadn't heard of it apart from through Alan. Yeah, it's it's huge. Like If you're in musical theatre circles, mm-hmm. you will have heard of the show. It's amazing. It's a really, really good show. Um, but yeah, so he went to do Choir of Man, um, and he's just got back, and he was in... Edinburgh seeing family. He was only up for a few days before he head back down to London. So <coughs> we had a little catch up with him. So we went to a world buffet uh, called Cosmo in Edinburgh, which is next to the Glass House, if anybody knows Edinburgh. And it was amazing. And we ate about four plates of food each. Yeah, I had I had four plates of food. Yeah, me too. So my first plate, I went round every single like cuisine yeah. and got the starter from yeah. that cuisine. Same. So I had... Sushi, I had, oh my God, my mind's, my mind's went by. I had prawn toast. Nachos. I had nachos with chilli. Um, yeah, starters from all around the world. Yep. And then I got a plate of Italian English food. Yeah. So I had like pizza, pasta, Yorkshire pudding, <laughs> uh, <laughs> macaroni cheese, a carbonara. <laughs> and then my next plate was like Asian, Chinese, Indian um, and then I had a plate of desserts. Plate as well. of desserts as well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I had a plate of brown, followed by a plate of beige, <laughs> followed by another plate of brown, plate followed of by um, lots of desserts. Which is chocolate brown, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was great. It was great. Um, 
but yeah, so it's it was quite intense considering I, we're living off like a relatively carb-free diet at the moment. So we both kind of waddled out of the uh, the world buffet there. But it was amazing. It was great to see Alan. It was great food and we had a lovely time. Um, but apart from that, my week's been pretty quiet, to be honest. Not lots to report. I haven't really done anything. I've played a bit of music. I've been to the gym a bit. I've not eaten lots of good food and I'm doing quite well. So happy week. Happy week. Yeah, I'm not going to labour on stuff. We're just going to move straight on through the podcast. So, as we said, uh, we're coming up to our anniversary. Me and Carol got married on February the 11th, 2017, mm-hmm. in uh, a wonderful place in North Wales, which is near where I grew up in Abergale, called the Kimmel Manor. Not to be mistaken with the Kimmel Arms. Like some people did, guests for the wedding. Um, so it's not just the it's not the Kimmel Manor anymore, is it? It's like Kinspa Hotel and something. Yeah. What's the official name? Because I always call it Kimmel Manor because it's like just down the road from where I lived. Oh. Yeah, it's like the Kinspa, the Kimmel and Kinspa Hotel. Right. Okay. So that's what it's called now. But anybody who lives locally would call it the Kimmel Manor because that's what it used to be. Um, we got married in front of the big fireplace there and it was beautiful. Mm. So, yeah, we're just going to talk about the day, talk about um, what it was like. So should we do a quick summary of the proposal or should we save that for like a September edition? So we'll, we'll quickly talk about it now, but then when we get to the anniversary of the proposal, we'll talk about it in depth. So <coughs> I kind of knew that I wanted to propose to Carol. So the year before, um, and we'll talk about the history of the years before as well, but we were in Tenerife and I was going out to Egypt. So we spent a bit of time in Tenerife and I had to fly home to then fly to Egypt. And then when I flew home, my dad, the amazing human that he was, dropped all my stuff off at the airport for me. And we were stood outside and he was like, oh, did you have a nice time seeing Carol? I was like, yeah, I did. Um, Dad, I think I want to. I think I want to marry her. Um, and he was like, "That's amazing. That's 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 incredible. Would you want to use your mum's ring?" And I said, "Yes, I would love to." So, and Alan only met me two two or three times at that point. Yeah, I think uh, yeah, once. Hey, so he came out to we, visit us. Yeah, he came out to visit us in Turkey. Well, visit you. Yeah, Yeah, but you you were and there, then, so we met yeah. you there. And then you came to ours to stay? No, I left Hadn't Turkey at that point, so you'd only early. met you once at that yeah. point. I left Turkey early to go straight to Tenerife, and then you flew out to Tenerife to meet me. Yeah, yeah. so the only time that he'd seen you was when it's, he it's flew out. holiday, yeah. Yeah, yeah his, his holiday with my brother mm-hmm. coming out to see, see us. Must have made a good impression. Man. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. Um, my dad was amazing. So we got the ring resized, and we were back out in uh, Fethiye in Turkey again the season after. Mm-hmm. <coughs> so I had to hide this engagement ring the entire season uh, in a little two. But you couldn't even call it flat, was it? It was like a, a double... Two bit, a family room in a hotel. It was Yeah, it was a family room in a hotel. So there, there was two rooms and a bathroom that we had. So I had to keep, like, hiding it. Mm, and so there was no safe? No. And if any, ever you got close to it, if ever you were doing something else and you got close to where that ring was, I'd hide it somewhere else. And I did that for five months. Yeah, I remember one time, like, 
John told me about this story, but I was looking for a pen and I was like, there must be a pen somewhere. And I was looking in his bedside drawer and he was like, no, no, there's definitely a pen in there. No, no, no. Like, and I didn't even see the ring box. I was too busy focusing on Yeah, you literally opened pen. it yeah. and the box was right in front of you. Yeah. Yeah, like, I think you probably moved the box <laughs> looking for a pen. I needed a pen, John. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah, so... Because that year was particularly difficult for one reason or another, and we'll talk about it more in depth, as I said, but we didn't get a lot of time off. So when we finally did get time off, I'd sort of spoken to uh, our boss, um, the wonderful, amazing Joe Fisher. Joe Fish. Joe Fish. Uh, she's awesome. Uh, like one of the coolest people ever. Yeah, she's ever. amazing. She's done like 19 seasons or something. Yeah, she is like the queen of working abroad yeah. for Tui. Yeah. She's the best. Um, so she was like, oh my God, oh my God. She was so excited. She was like, I'm totally going to help you. I'm going to do everything we can. So we went away and, uh, we'd arranged flowers and balloons and everything. And the hotel had helped us out mm. and got special pillows with our names on it and all sorts of stuff. It was amazing. Um, so we went out for the day. Uh, Joe drove, drove all the way up, dropped the stuff off with the, with the yurt place that we were staying at. They'd set it all up. I had to keep you distracted for the entire day. And then we got back and there was uh, two dozen red and white roses on the bed. Yeah, a dozen red and a dozen white. (coughs) Uh, With a little note that sort of said, oh, there's the start of a little treasure hunt to find a present that I've I've left for you. So you you begrudgingly, very begrudgingly, uh, went Mm. round and did the entire thing. And it all ended with... Champagne, a song. And you on one knee. And a proposal. No. To probably the greatest answer to a proposal ever. I think you're going to say to the greatest woman ever or something, you know? You are the greatest woman ever. That's why I, <laughs> that's why I asked to marry you. Um, yeah. But yeah, your answer was, was just, just topped it off completely. Um, and I got down on one knee with a ring, having done this amazingly elaborate thing while being in the company of Carol the entire time, so it was really difficult to organise. <coughs> and I got down on one knee and said, will you marry me? And she went, ah, I need to wash my hands, and then ran away and then broke the bathroom. Yeah, so I had been... <laughs> so there was a treasure hunt that I had to go through. So I was, like, trudging through this dewy grass because it was September in <laughs> Turkey. In the morning, though, we'd walked up the side of a mountain in the Turkish heat, and then, because I had to keep you distracted, we went from that place into the local town, went round the shops because I had to keep you distracted, yeah. went for brunch because mm. I had to keep you distracted and you were you were hot, you were sweaty, you were getting tired and angry and you didn't understand why I was faffing yeah. about. So, But we'll, we'll detail that later. Yeah. But I felt my hands were far too dirty for this precious ring. Yeah, it was probably so, sweaty. <laughs> it, we were in a yurt, so it wasn't like a real bathroom. It was like this little kind of corner bet that had a false wall next to it so i ran in there washed my hands ripped the towel reel off of the wall wall. it clattered on the floor i screamed (laughs) i ran back out and i was like ready (laughs) but obviously my hands were hot so like the ring wasn't going on i'd gained a bit of weight since john had asked what my ring size was it was just a disaster (laughs) it was it was great it was amazing it's a story to tell it was yeah yeah it was a, a beautiful moment in yeah. my life. And then and we were the only people forget. staying in the yurt that um, night. Yeah. There was people there the previous night, but that night 
because it was the Saturday and the Sunday night. That and we it stayed. was right near the end of the season, so yeah, not many September, people were staying. So it was just us. And um, the and couple the like made us a, a dinner. Like John had like said yeah. our favorite foods and stuff. And then the bottle of champagne was that was part of the um, treasure hunt that we then drank as we phoned all of our parents and family and, and everybody friends. we needed to sell yeah they then stuck a candle in that bottle yeah and used and it for was, our candle holder for, oh, our, for the meal it was just it was just really beautiful it was wonderful. Really little details like that that just yeah. made it so yeah magical. so we'll talk about more of that in september when it comes to the anniversary of the proposal but that is a brief summary of how the proposal went which brings us into our first segment of the week which is the carol murray mimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimim
so I will let you completely explain the situation of how that happened. I can't really remember where we were. I just remember what you said. and I remember where we were. Okay. It was when you came out to Egypt. Okay. Do you remember? Were we on the beach? Yeah. We went for a walk around the resort. <coughs> and, and we, we were, were sitting on like... Yeah, no. Well, we were walking along the path, along the beach in Sharm El Sheikh. Mm-hmm. And we were just talking about stuff. And you were like, oh, I'll sing that song to me. So... I was in the heat and a bit tired and not really concentrating. All of your excuses, John. Stop building up with excuses. <laughs> Go on, carry on then. So you sang me a song. This, uh, I'm such a bad singer, I don't want to sing it. But we all know the Ed Sheeran song. What's what's the song called? Thinking Out Loud. Thinking Out Loud. And it says, there's two lines in it. One says, and I will love you until S- we're 70. Yeah. And I can still love us hard at 17. Yeah. And John declared his love to me and said that I will love you until I'm 17. <laughs> yeah, it was the first line. Loving you till we're 17. <laughs> to which Carol pissed herself laughing in my face and went, well, that's already over now, isn't it? <laughs> This is just after he's been told that he's going to use his mother's ring. And I had no idea. <laughs> yeah, so that that's a, that's a, a John's Murray Meerix there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I was trying to be all romantic and sweet. And you were like, sing a song to me. And I was like, yeah, okay, I'll sing a song to you. Got it wrong and you... Laughed like that in my face. <laughs> and these days you're like, sing a song to me. And I'm like, fuck off. <laughs> and you wonder why. I wonder why. <laughs> why don't you ever sing to me anymore? Because you laugh in my face. <laughs> That's why, Carol. Because you That's always why. make fun of me when I get the word wrong. <laughs> it's the one time I know, I know, I know. Uh, I <laughs> Yeah, so that was my Merix of getting the 70 and 17 mixed up, saying that I've already loved you as much as I can. We're all down here from here, Carol. (laughs) So the night before the wedding, Carol, you stayed at the actual venue. Is that right? I did. Nicola and I stayed overnight. So Nicola was my... Maid of Honour, head, head bridesmaid, matron of honour, whatever her Whatever name is. the proper title is. She was the most important per- person after me and before you. <laughs> Not sure that's correct, but okay. It is. So we stayed <coughs> overnight and um, I had to like wash my hair like the day before so that it was like a bit less frizzy, a bit more settled. Um, so Nicola just like kept me calm, kept me on track because I'm a bit of a scatterbrain and I'll like get caught up doing like stupid little things when I should be doing other things. Um, so we done face masks, I had a nice long shower, washed my hair, she dried it all for me, treated me like the princess I was and she made sure I went to bed at a reasonable time. Right. So I think we went to bed at like 11. Okay, that's 11. good. That's really good. Yeah. Um, and then the next day, so it was a bit awkward because, so we had that room but then, as part of our package, we also had five rooms. Yeah, I was going to say, night. we had our honeymoon suite and then four rooms. Is yeah, that so right? Yeah, we had the honeymoon suite, two presidentials, and two junior suites. So, <coughs> one was for your dad yeah. and your brothers. Yeah. One was for my parents. One was for Nicola 
and if she wanted to bring anyone which she didn't in the end because she was focused on me and then one for your best man emmy and yeah. potentially his girlfriend at the time um yeah who's now fiance yeah but she unfortunately couldn't make it because they live in Thailand. So obviously, it's and it was like, so just expensive. such a big journey yeah. to come over. So yeah, and like, with work because they work in schools, so it was really difficult. For she did sort off. of say to us, she was like, "Sorry, I can't be there, but we could afford to send one of us. So yeah, we're gonna send your best man." I was like, "Yeah, that that's fair enough. That, that makes, makes sense. sense." Yeah. So they had their room. So yeah, it was awkward because I had to check out of my room and check into the honeymoon suite, and Nicola check in her room. But the hotel were like. They were a bit awkward at first because they had a wedding on the Friday night. Right. So obviously they were focusing on them the Friday night. Yeah. Like, I'm the Saturday bride. Like, I do not matter yet. Yeah. I do not matter till, like, Saturday. Yeah, Saturday <laughs> morning. Night. Yeah, it fair was, enough, yeah. It was a bit frustrating. So they let us have a late checkout um, of my room yeah. for free. And then we could check in early to the honeymoon suite because the other people were leaving really early. Yeah, and you, you, you needed someone to get ready that morning as well. Yeah, and I didn't want to get ready in the honeymoon suite because I wanted that to be our room. Like, sure, for sure, us sure. to experience it. I don't want it to be a mess with like hairspray everywhere and makeup all over the place and all that kind of stuff. So in my hotel room, the hairdresser came at seven o'clock in Oof. the morning. <laughs> because I had a lot of hair at this point. At this point, my hair was down to my bum. Yeah. Um, so one hairdresser came for me and another hairdresser done my mum, Leslie, and three bridesmaids. Wow. Well, I got my hair done. You had, I mean, like, you've got a lot of hair now, but... My hair is thick as well, yeah. Yeah, but at that point, like, your hair was longer than it's ever been. And ever will be. And it was just, you had enough hair for at least four people. Mm-hmm. You know, so, yeah. and and what you wanted was particularly intricate as well well yeah but if you look at the photos it's it just looks like a plait they're like wow how'd that take so long but she had to curl all my hair to give it more volume volume yeah because volume. i didn't want any pieces added in because it'd be more weight and my yeah. hair was heavy enough yeah so she had to curl it all do a core plait and then like weave in uh, yeah all around the curls. It, yeah. Mm. so it was like chunky like proper rapunzel yeah it was um, huge yeah so <laughs> yeah she started curling my hair and it took her like two and a bit hours and right. then she started planning it so i was good to go for 10 o'clock right which was when we went over to the spa right to get my makeup, makeup done yep so mm. i got to go first again because i'm the most important person sure Um. so i went over and we we'd, i had a trial the day before actually as well right Um. so they kind of like color matched my foundation and we agreed on an eyeshadow and i brought a lipstick because i had bought a lipstick that was like my favorite color um and someone had come in and tidied up and put away all the stuff that we'd picked out. No. Mm-hmm. Gutted. So she had to go through the colour match process again. So we're like running a bit late. But everyone's like, it's fine. You're supposed to be late. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, one girl was supposed to do me and then my mum. And then another girl was supposed to do Nicola and then Kelly. Yeah. So... And Vicky didn't want makeup done because she's got quite sensitive skin. Yeah, so she had to be she sort of very careful. Yeah, stuff, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And she just kind of done her own makeup. So it kind of worked out. So mum was probably the quickest um, makeup. Yeah. Because she was just quite simple. Like she knew what she wanted. Um, so the, yeah, it balanced out. We were, we were back on track. And I remember sitting getting my makeup done. And from the window, it's in the spa, so it's like all big windows. You can see out into like the courtyard. And yep. my dad was pacing 
up and down and then <laughs> the photographer came round. Shireen come round to take yeah. a picture of it. And she looked out and seen him like hands in his pockets, like looking down, pure practicing his uh, speech over and over again. And she got a photo of it and it's beautiful. It's like black and white she's done it. Yeah, I'd see um, that photo. It's an amazing picture. Yeah. yeah. I can just... Oh, your dad. He was he was a wreck that morning. He was. I'm his baby. I'm his prince. <coughs> I know. I know. It was really, really sweet. Yeah, so then I went back to the room. Yeah. Um, and I wanted and to get dressed. Didn't, didn't the nobles arrive quite early? Yeah, because um, Becky was an uh, amateur photographer. Yeah. Did you see? Like, she's got a good camera. She she's, a, she's a very skilled hobbyist. Yeah. Um, and her daughter was Flower Ghetto. Yeah. So they came in early and it was a wee bit awkward at first because Holden was with them. Yeah. And I wasn't quite expecting that. And what was he, 10 at the time? Must have been. Yeah, Ten something like that. Ten. Yeah. And I, at one point, had to get down. Like, <coughs> I got down to, I had um, hold ups on because it's my wedding day and that's how it goes. Yeah. My beautiful pants on and no bra because the wedding dress was support enough I didn't yep, bra. Yep. so at one point I had to get to that yep. and I was awkward doing it in front of like my bridesmaids and my mum yep. and the photographer <laughs> Shireen there who was one of your very good friends who yeah but you met. didn't yeah you didn't know her that well you'd no. met her like once yeah once or twice yeah because we'd had like our photography meeting of what kind of thing do you want and yeah. that was that was pretty much it you yeah, know we I, met her in Liverpool that time because she was one of your close friends like I felt closer than that she's very disarming as a person uh-huh. as well she's like one of the things that makes her a really good wedding photographer if anybody's looking for a wedding photographer by the way go and check out Shireen Photography she's amazing amazing, amazing. Yeah. we'll post a link on the website but she's incredible she's a very disarming person because she's just full of banner um so and that, she's quite discreet as well she's she, yeah she's very she she knows how to act tactfully at the right times at the same time with just throwing in a little joke to make you feel at ease yeah um which would have definitely sort of helped with that situation as well yeah so <laughs> becky just gave holden her phone and was like lie down play on the phone <laughs> so he was like <laughs> I remember him lying on the floor next to bed. So by this point, we went to the honeymoon suite because my dress was hanging in the honeymoon suite. Yeah, so yeah. it didn't get any makeup or hairspray, yeah. perfume, nothing on it because it was an ivory dress. So it was like... Oh. Yeah. It was a white dress, actually. I think it was a white dress. I think it was white. White, yeah, it wasn't ivory. Definitely white. Um. So, yeah. And I had to stand there with a towel covering my nips. I had, like, my bum hanging out because I was wearing, like, saucy little sexy pants. pants. Sexy pants. Um, I had to step into this dress and, you know, pull it up with all these girls around me, helping me and stuff like that, and then zipping it up and underskirt and all that jazz. Um, and obviously the dress is tight because you want it to, like, give yeah, you a you nice shape. Yeah, you want it to shape. be fitting, yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't want, like, a baggy comfies. So there's this photo of me, and there's... Obviously I had to, like, breathe in. I had to hold the dress at the front, like, yeah. stretch it at the front so that the back zip would go up. Yeah, yeah. And Shreen just got this photo of me and I'm like, breathing out because I'm like sucking in. And it looks like I'm so nervous. And yeah. I'm not. Like, but you're I'm, just trying to fit in your dress. I'm yeah. just trying to like, yeah. it wasn't a corset or anything. It was just a zip up, but it did have some structure. Because obviously yeah. I didn't need a brass. Yeah, it did have like structure. a, would you say a bodice type thing? It's like it was, yeah, it, yeah, was, it, it was like a built dress. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like fitted. It was like a sweetheart neckline. Yeah. And it was fitted to my waist. Yeah. And then it was like princess. Yeah. After that. Yeah. And then I had um, some lace straps over the top. So it wasn't strapless, but it looked strapless. Yeah. 
mm. but I had the support that I needed. Um, and I had to put my shoes on. I couldn't see the, I couldn't see my shoes. So Vicky was like up underneath, um, putting my shoes on and like fluffing my dress and all that kind of thing. And then we got all our photos taken. And so my flower girl, Marley, was like your friend's daughter. Yeah. So she didn't really know me, and she's a quiet wee soul. Like she's not that <coughs> confident. In no, she's she's very reserved. Now she might be different, but back then. And yeah. she was tasked with being a flower girl and she took this very seriously. Yeah. She had a basket, she had flowers, she did not let them go. Yep, she had a job to do. And, um, yeah. and I'm quite an awkward person as well, so like we're getting photos together and I remember feeling so uncomfortable <laughs> and so awkward. And she's like, she's feeling awkward. and she, So we're all just standing next to each other like, hmm, these smiles, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> really awkward. And then Samuel, my nephew, who's our page boy, at the time, he was three and a half? No. Four. Just turned four. Yeah. His birthday was January. Yeah. Just turned four. And he was he's a he's an introvert as well, and there's lots of people there that he didn't know, and I was trying to give him, like, a wee mini hip flask. Yeah. And he was, like, running away, like, not playing, and I'm like, come and get this photo taken, you've got this. <laughs> so <laughs> like, awkward children, awkward bride. It was just, oh, it was a wee bit awkward. Sounds yeah. great. Um, so then I was ready. That's good. Right, okay, so my morning. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so the night before, we uh, stayed at my dad's, myself, and all of the groom's party. Uh, so I went slightly non... I just non- imagine you like, laying all over the floor on the couch. That was it. We were just everywhere. <laughs> it was an absolute dust Men house. Everywhere. Yeah, that was it. It looked like um, a, some, sort of, some sort of Romanian hostel or something, you know? Um, yeah, so so the night before, me and the groom's party, as I said, I was a bit non-traditional, so I had my best man and I had two groomsmen as well, um, because my best man, as we did previously just say, was all the way out in Thailand. He couldn't do all of the things that, you, you know, duties. A, a normal best man would, so... We kind of split those duties between three people. So uh, I had Alan, uh, who we aforementioned that we went and ate a giant pile of food with, and Drew, who is the patriarch of the nobles. Yeah. Um, so, so that was my groom's party. Plus, I had my two brothers. Plus, my dad as well. <laughs> so that was all of us staying in the house wow. the night before, um, and just with like this this rail of uh, kilts ready for us. Yeah, so um, although so, John is not <coughs> So yeah, so, so yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get to that in a second. Okay. But yeah, so the night before, um we didn't want to do anything crazy, but at the same time I didn't want to just sit there like a normal night. So <coughs> we got a really nice bottle of whiskey, uh, my dad's favorite whiskey, which is Penderin whiskey. Uh so we got a really nice bottle of Penderin. Um, and we drank that and we drank a few other things there was a bottle of rum going as well and we played um, Cards Against Humanity um, which was just wonderful we had a great laugh did you get like a takeaway or anything? Like, what did you do for dinner? I think maybe no I think we got a Chinese because um, my dad doesn't like pizza yeah uh, I think we got a Chinese, potentially. I think we got Chinese, had whiskey, played Cards Against Humanity, had an absolute riot. And I think we were all in bed for about half twelve, one o'clock-ish. That's not bad. I thought it was worse, to be honest. No, no, we were we were all quite pretty good. Uh, a lot of people have travelled that day as well mm. um, from all over the country to sort of get to North Wales. Uh, so it wasn't, too, it wasn't too bad at all, but uh, yeah. So we were all in bed by about one-ish, which was good. Um, we were all pretty chilled out. 
I thought I'd struggle to sleep, but half an hour. The whiskey helped. <laughs> that was it. A couple of whiskeys, and like I said, we'd had a good laugh, and I was nice and relaxed. So we went to bed quite early. Um, so we all woke up um, in the morning. My dad is. Um, uh, notoriously an early riser um, from years of uh, being a carpet fitter. He used to have to get up at like five in the morning to go and fit carpets. <clears throat> so he still gets up sort of seven o'clock at the latest. Um, every now and again, he'll have a, have a lion. But so he woke up before everybody else. We all woke up to the smell of bacon butties. Oh. Yeah, my dad was on it. He'd bought like three packs of bacon. He fed the entire household of lads with a bacon butty each and a coffee in the morning. Oh, nice. uh, so that was amazing. So we woke up to that. And then, yeah, so as we were saying, uh, I'm not a Scottish man, but I'm a Celt. I'm a proud Celt. Um, so and the in- I said... I'm only marrying you if you were killed. Um, Carol, <laughs> no, you didn't. No, you no. didn't. You all, you, but you, you, you sort of gave me the doe-eyed. Well, I always pictured my husband in a kilt, and I was like, "Yep, yeah, fine, I'll wear a kilt. That's all good." Yeah, you were well up for it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. There wasn't much hesitation. I was like, "Yeah, I, I'd always wanted to try it, but you know, like, you don't get that much call for it in North Wales." So I was like, "No, let's let's do it." And the original, we planned our colour scheme yes. uh, from. The Hughes Tartan, because I was like, yeah, I'm a Celt and I know for a fact there's a Hughes Tartan. Mm-hmm. So we can have a look at the Hughes Tartan. So that was green and purple. It was beautiful. Green, purple and black. Lovely. Yeah, and it was it was absolutely magnificent. Um, but it's very rare. Yeah, nowhere it will hide it. Yeah. You have to have it custom made. You have made. to have it custom made. And that, was and that a, wasn't in the budget. And <laughs> that would have cost us more than Carol's wedding dress. So that, that was a no. <laughs> that was a no, especially considering we would have wanted people to match as closely as possible as well. So so just financially it didn't make sense for the fact that one day, but now I kind of look back at it and I really yeah, wish I'd just done it. Yeah. I really wish I'd just done it because I didn't realise how much I'd love wearing a kilt. Yeah. It's the best. Um, so in, in the end we went up, we went for like same colour scheme. Yeah. And I can't remember Black the... Watch. Black Watch, that's yeah, it's it. Yeah, very, it's very, very similar tartan. Yeah, similar colour scheme, similar sort of tartan pattern. Uh, so we went with that with like um, forest green finishings. Green. Yeah. yeah. So uh, hunter green, sorry. Hunter mm. green finishings, which was like all our little like uh, lapels and bits and bobs like that. So yeah. that was what we had. Um, so then you've got, you had a lot of English and Welshmen. I was just about to, I was yeah. just counting through. So now, and then you've got eight people. Hang on, me, my dad, three groomsmen. Your two brothers. Two brothers. Seven, seven. people. You've got seven people. Who are not Scottish. All getting ready. One of them is Scottish. Oh, yeah, Alan is Scottish, of course. Yep. So, <laughs> so yeah, you've got all those people who've never worn a kilt before. You've got one man who used to perform in a show called Taste of Scotland, who literally used to have to do quick changes with kilts. Is this the Alan podcast or the Wedding podcast? I feel like all I talk about is Alan. I know, but he was a big part of, the, of that morning because literally he was just running around 
dressing everybody. <laughs> like people were just holding things at him. Go, what's what's this? What do I do with that? And he was like, right, you put that there. You do that, and you do this. And he was like tying everybody's shoes and yeah. saying, this is the thing that you need to put on first. Then you need to put that on. It was just hilarious. Oh. Um, so yeah, he he had a busy morning. By the end of it, he needed a drink. Yeah. You had said to the people who were English and Welsh, like, we would like you to wear the kilt for the ceremony. Um, do whatever you want after, after that. After that, do what you want. Yep. Bring trousers. Like, and no one really said, and I feel uncomfortable wearing a kilt for the ceremony. Everyone was like, yeah, we'll, we'll give it a go. We'll Everybody was on. so chill about and, it, yeah. Um, a couple people did bring trousers, but no one put them on. Nobody wore them. Nobody wore they them. Everybody, their kilts on. everybody was so comfortable. Everyone, we were all like, "This is the best thing we've ever worn. It's amazing." <laughs> um, and there's like this amazing picture of all us all hitching up our kilt oh, with yeah. our sunglasses on, pouting away, which is just probably one of my favourite photos of the day. Yeah, that's not me and you. My um, favourite one, yeah, of me and you. I mean, yeah, like I mean. There's there's quite a few pictures of me and you that are definitely my favourites, but my favourite that's not of me and you is that picture yeah. of us all having our kilts up, giving it the old uh, blue steel uh, with our sunglasses <laughs> on, um, which was amazing. Um, so then, yeah, my dad's friend um, picked us up in people carried yeah in like as as posh a minivan as you can find. <laughs> because uh, we were like well we don't want to pay for loads of cars and it was only yeah. getting us three miles down the road so we didn't want to go for the whole foo for of having a Rolls Royce a Rolls Royce or like yeah. some posh wedding cars we literally because it was before the guests arrived and then once you got there you were there we had everything at the hotel that's it so we yeah. got in a mildly posh minibus and then went down uh, so we travelled three miles down the road and then when we got there we took a few pictures outside and then I had the work part of my day so I needed to make sure Jordan was sorted for the music mm-hmm. I needed to make sure everything was in place I needed to speak to the registrar and get all that sorted <gasps> the registrar had the wrong name yeah uh <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i totally forgot yeah so um like the registrar was like oh it's lovely to meet you mr jones and i went i beg your pardon <laughs> and she was like oh is this not the wedding of john trevor jones and i went no this is the wedding of john trevor hughes do you have the right paperwork and she was like oh yes yes we do have the right paperwork um it just looks like there's been a clerical error don't worry don't worry so what i'd need to do is just cross out your name um, on all the scripting for yeah, the ceremony. Yeah, the script that was wrong. Yeah, yeah, so all the official paperwork was correct, but the scripting for the ceremony was wrong. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> she she crossed it out and corrected them. Um, yeah, so we had a civil partnership. It wasn't like a, a priest or anyone who came down. No, no, it was a it was a registrar. It was it's a hotel wedding, so yeah. so you don't really have religious weddings in hotels. Um, so yeah, then as I said, we got Jordan sorted. He was using half of my PA stuff, so he sort of like set everything up over inside there. I made sure everything was ready for the day, um, and people slowly but sh- slowly but surely started filtering in. Um, and then you know I was doing the whole sort of meet and greet, and then the hardest part of my day happened. Yeah. So everybody was in, everybody was sat there. And that's when they go and send for you. Mm-hmm. So once I've sorted all the music out, spoke to the registrar and got all that sorted, 
everybody started to filter in and my brothers were the ushers and we were having a laugh. And then and somebody was like, John, you've got to go and get in position now. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Thinking, right, we're She's ready. Away. We're ready to go then. That's wonderful. So no, I had to stand in position and nobody sort of said, oh, John, you're going to be stood in that spot for about 20 minutes. So I'm just stood in front of all of these people that I know, like natural born performer <laughs> who who isn't really supposed to do anything at this point. So I just kind of stood there and it was probably the most awkward 15, 20 minutes of my life mm-hmm. <laughs> because I wanted to give a speech, tell a few jokes, have a little sing song. But no, I was just supposed to sort of stand there and wait, there. listen to Jordan play the piano for ages. Um, so that was like the weird, probably the weirdest part of the day for me, I think. Yeah. So Shireen took a couple of photos of you kind of standing up there, the guests coming in, guests sitting down. <coughs> yeah. And then they're like, oh, John's in possession. So then she came up to me and then I had made like plaques for all of them yep. to take down. So this is when the groomsmen came to collect. Yeah, the... so the procession was set. So everybody completely left me, left me on my own by that point. Yeah, so even your best man. <laughs> even my groomsmen, they all just left me, stood there. Yeah, yep. so I don't know which tradition we followed, whether it was Scottish, American, English, Welsh, I don't know. But this is what I had pictured. We just kind of did our thing. I'd done the Carol Eclectic wedding. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, first down was supposed to be the page boy and the flower girl. Yep. Um, walking in together, and Samuel was supposed to carry a sign that said "Last chance to run, Uncle John." Uh, Marley was supposed to flo- throw some petals, but two awkward shy children don't work. So Marley walked down herself, scattering some petals. Samuel's mum, my sister-in-law, was one of my bridesmaids, so he just kind of hid under her dress. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did like hide yeah. in between them, didn't he? So he, who did he walk down with? Kelly and Alan. Yeah. So the three of them walked down together, and I made a plaque for Alan as well. So Samuel's went round his neck, and Alan had to hold his. Alan is like a six foot something man. Yeah. Holding this wee chalkboard that said, "Um, just wait till you see her." Yeah, something, or something like, that, like yeah. that. And then next was my other bridesmaid with. Who was your other groomsman? Drew. With Drew, who said, um, fire exit is on the left. Yeah. And so John hadn't seen these. This was like my wee secret I was keeping for him. And then finally, his best man and my head bridesmaid walked down and his said, here comes your bride. Yeah. And then they walked down. And then they closed the doors. So I am like two rooms back. Yep. And then, so wait, before that, before they walked down, so all the bridesmaids are being collected by their groomsmen in one room. I'm in the room behind that. So if a door opens, no one can see me. Yeah, yeah. But Tash ran from the ceremony room through the second room, through to the room where I was, where the toilets were, saying, I can't see anything, I can't see anything, I can't see anything. Because she had to pee. So. <laughs> and then a minute later, she ran back out. I'm not looking, I'm not looking. <laughs> ran back to go and take her seat brilliant <laughs> obviously she had to be a nervous wee for me aye aye <laughs> so then all the bridesmaids and that walked down and then they closed the doors and then <coughs> I went into the first room and this was my absolute favourite bit of the wedding so there was a waitress um, who'd been like helping me out throughout the morning and our master of ceremony yeah. and they said when you're ready give us a nod so my dad's next to me I can yeah. hear him crying already like 
He's hold, struggling to hold his breath. He's got the tears. He's shaken. Yeah, just one other thing that I want to mention just before we carry on with the ceremony. So I saw your dad just as I got to the venue, and I meant to say this as is like as we got there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so your dad was doing that pacing thing that, yeah. that like Shireen took a picture of. Um, so I got there and he sort of came to greet everybody, Aww. spoke to all my, my dad and my brothers and my groomsmen and all stuff like that. And, you know, it's all like manly and yeah, oh, it's a great day. Oh, yeah, brilliant. Yeah, everyone's <laughs> wonderful. Yeah, oh, it's, it's all brilliant. <laughs> yeah, wedding. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and they all sort of walked off and it was just me and your dad for a second. I went, are you all right, Stuart? And he went, no. <laughs> oh, oh, no. And then cried a bit more and then walked away. And I was like, Brilliant, brilliant, because I'm not supposed to be nervous at all. Thanks. <laughs> oh, he was, I don't know, like, he was nervous about the speech or just because it was his little daughter. I think, or... I think mainly it's because you're his little girl. Yeah, obviously Craig had already been married, but the father of the groom has less. You're the youngest and you're the, the girl. Yeah, yeah and I'm the girl. It's, it's, it's so different. Mm. So, yeah, so anyway, so that was, that was his dad who <coughs> simultaneously made me a bit more nervous, but then made me laugh at the same time. So I was feeling the nerves of I like I hate walking into a room. Yeah, that was like the bit that <laughs> you were worried about the most was hate walking into the a room. starting the starting your procession. Yeah. yeah. So whenever John and I go anywhere, I'll be like, you walk in first, or I try and make sure that I'm either first person there, yeah. or like medium person there. Like I hate yeah. being kind of there when a few people are there or there at the end. Like I don't like making a scene when I enter. I just like to kind of discreetly go in. Yeah. So. Obviously, they're like, give us a nod when you're ready to go in. Dad's falling apart next to me, so I feel like I'm holding him up. We're linking arms. And um, I gave him a wee nod. I was like, let's do this. And I think because if my dad had been fine, I would have been a wreck. But see, because he was tearful. You were looking after him. You were making sure he was okay. Yeah, yeah, I was like, no. There's no need to cry. Like This is a happy moment. That's what I never understand. Why do people cry when they're happy? Separate issue. So they open this door, everyone is standing up and everyone is already looking like at this. They've already been told, like, please yeah. be standing. And they all go, oh, so walk in. Oh my goodness, <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> so there's me straight down the aisle. And um, I can see John and John always says that he was fine. I was fine. I, I mean, I was emotional. Yeah. But... A couple of people have tried to wind me up, mm. saying, "Oh, you were greeting so much, and you were crying, and you were, you Nervous were in bits." And, and yeah. I was like, "I was happy, and I yeah. was really happy, and maybe you know, I had a little swell of emotion, but mm-hmm. uh, I don't think I was that bad." I just remember seeing your face was. I'd red. gone a bit red, yeah. yeah, your face red, and you were like, not biting your lip, but like. Yeah, I was like holding Mm. holding my lips together because yeah, that was it. Like obviously, I was emotional, but I wasn't like a wreck or anything like that. I've seen like I've had some people sort of like try and you know. Yeah, I mean, your eyes were a bit watery. Yeah, of course. There was no tears, but your eyes had exactly. Yeah, my eyes had watered up. I was emotional. I'd I I was getting married to the love of my life. To the best person in the world. Exactly. So then I I walked down. Dad's in bits. (laughs) John's almost in bits. No. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm almost in bits you know I was and I can my mum was crying and you know like there's people around like her I think my dad emotional. was crying too yeah Um. so then yeah I'd done the whole kick step kick step oh uh, yeah yeah, it's, step. yeah okay all the way down the aisle um, and then we were a bit confused that we were supposed to stand weren't we yeah yeah because like the, so, so when I'd gone in they'd give me options of how do you want it to be mm-hmm 
And I sort of said that, that I wanted it to be me and you facing each other and the registrar being there. In the middle. Like, as you would have for yeah. a traditional wedding ceremony. Uh-huh. But she'd taken that as, like, something completely different. So we were standing, like, diagonal? Like, yeah, we were next and to each she other, was... Like, yeah, like, so we wanted it as you would have for a traditional wedding ceremony because the fireplace was... The centerpiece. Yeah. Beautiful and amazing. We got married in front of this incredible fireplace. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, she just completely, I don't know, like, misread what I'd said to her. Yeah. I remember her saying, do you want your backs to the to your guests or side on and I said be side on and I said be side on so we were both standing but then she diagonaled us and she stood at the side of us and it was just weird yeah so as I said it was a civil partnership so there was a script that she had to see at first and then there was a an option of a few different versions so we picked the version that meant the most of us yeah and then there was a space that we could add our own bits in yeah. So throughout it all, I'm like repeating after her and listening to her and all that jazz. And then I can't remember the order of the the readings, the speeches. The ceremony yeah. was so she did her bit. Yeah. We did some repeating stuff. Mm-hmm. Then it was Dave's reading. And I was shocked by his. Yeah, like I knew the reason that I picked my brother is because he. Is a bit of a joker and people don't take him too seriously, but he's very intelligent. Yeah, he And reads, very well read yeah, and very eloquent. Yeah. Um, and his reading was very non traditional mm-hmm. and, and really beautiful because of that. It was really shocking. Um, it was about a little dinosaur who. Yeah, when he first started, I was like, oh, this is a joke. He's going to switch to the real one. Any minute now. But he didn't. It oh. was just, it was about this little dinosaur that found found himself. Yeah, so it was like a little dinosaur who was happy in his own little world. <coughs> and, no, he was grumpy in his own yeah. little world. And then he found this girl dinosaur who, who made him feel things and done weird things like shopping. And yeah, yeah it, was, it was really, I've actually still got it. He, yeah, and he, he ended me, up, yeah, he gave you the, the actual sheet that he read from, yeah, that he found yeah. it from. And, uh, and yeah, it was, it was about, it was, about a happy yeah. little dinosaur and just, I think it caught everybody really unexpectedly because there was a few people that were quite emotional at the end of it, like laughing, crying yeah. sort of thing. It and sweet, it was just yes. really lovely. It was yeah. just a really sweet little speech and unexpected. Um, but Humor was in it, yeah. It was nice. As I said, uh, that's the reason that I asked my brother to do it because I didn't know what it would be, but I had a feeling it would be something like that. And uh, he didn't let me down at all. And then I had um, Leslie, who is like my mum's best friend. Yeah. Um, speech. So I was called her my auntie when I was younger. Yeah. And she has a child the same age as my big brother. And then she I was has gonna say, yeah, twins like, the same age as me. So they were like, I was going to say, yeah, uh, like very close together. families, wasn't it? And you knew, yeah, her children as well. And her reading was a bit more traditional. Um, yeah. And it was it was a really lovely, lovely reading. It was really beautiful. Yeah. yeah. And I think it meant a lot to her to be asked. Like, I don't course, think she realised how important she was to my childhood. Yeah, of course. I mean, you know, she's not blood auntie. No, and we don't we don't see her all the time. Mm. It's like my parents see her all the time now. Yeah. But like you know, there'll be times where we wouldn't see her for a wee while or a couple of months, whatever. But I just have such fond memories of me sitting on her floor in front of her chair and her playing with my hair and she said, Oh, I wish I had a daughter just like you. Mm. Like, all her children were boys. Yeah. I'm sure she just said it to me because I was like the only girl. 
but um, I just loved her playing with my hair and mm. it was quite special yeah. and she's always given me great advice she's a, a very wise woman she's had a lot of health issues in her past and has been through lots of battles and yeah. she is just amazing like she always sees the positive yeah. she always gives advice and you know be strong and be you and oh yeah yeah, both of them are like that as well. Sandy's like that as well. Yeah, yeah. He's just, an ex-copper, which I think is so funny now. Yeah, just... Yeah. He's just, so scared of them. Yeah, <laughs> salt of the earth people are just brilliant, both yeah. of them. Lovely, lovely. <coughs> and we read our own vows. Yeah, and that's when I broke. Yes, and I was solid as a rock. Yeah. But it did mean a lot to me. Like The words meant a lot to me. Yeah. And I think that's why I kind of... It was, it was a weird thing, sort moment. of trying to find the right words in your vowels, wasn't it? I don't know how uh-huh. you felt with it's yours, but like, it's that thing, yeah, of like, you want it to be touching and sentimental, but you don't want it to be generic Mishy at the same, yeah, you don't want to be, you don't want it to just be like, I love you because you mean everything to me and blah, blah, mm. blah, 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 blah. All those sort oh, of like... what's a little quote we've got about that? That's it, so, so that does actually lead on beautifully to... <laughs> So we are bringing in a new section. We haven't done this yet, but we are going to start it with our special this week, and that's our shitspirational quotes. And that is when you see a quote. So sometimes it can be a quote that doesn't make any sense. Sometimes it can be a quote that doesn't really mean anything. Sometimes it might be a quote where, do you know you see like those Instagram models Mm-hmm. And they've got their tits and their arse out, and it's like live every day as best you can. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, all right, chill out. Like, you know what I mean? I'm not really sure I needed to see your tits and arse for you to say live every day at your best. Um, so yeah, so that's our, our shitspirational quotes. Uh, so Carol uh, has actually sourced our first shitspirational quote, which is about love and weddings and marriage. You will forever be my always. Brilliant. So <laughs> I love it. I can't. I can't. Can't keep a straight face. It means nothing. Yeah. It means nothing. You will forever be my always. Doesn't make any sense because nothing's forever and nothing is always. Do you know why? Because we fucking die. Um, <laughs> like there is like a finite amount of time on the world. So that quote means absolutely piss all. It's not beautiful. It's not poignant it's just blech it's just a big pile of blech you won't forever be my always but i'm gonna love you until i fucking croak love like i love you and that is as much as you've got like when i when i pass away i won't have any feelings about anything because i won't be here anymore but until that point i'm always gonna love you so you're not forever gonna be my always because that doesn't mean anything so that is this week's shitspirational quote (laughs) So our vows were lovely, weren't they? They were. They were beautiful. You and cried. I, cried. I cried, but I was prepared. Um, in my bookie, I had a handkerchief. Like yeah, a, you did, yeah. A material one. Yep. Like a cotton one or something. They had a little thistle on it. Yep. Mm, cute. And I just kind of dabbed my eyes and I said, oh, let me just compose myself. Everyone laughed and then went back on it. Uh, and then you nailed it from there. I was yeah. solid as a rock. Beautiful. Um, Put our rings on. Yeah, uh, it was really warm in front of that fire. It was really difficult to you get those rings on. I had a lot of layers on. I had yeah. a lot of layers on. <laughs> yeah, it was really difficult to get those rings on. Mm-hmm. Like, it's never been that hard to get the ring on after that day. And I was yeah. like, have I got the right size ring here? <laughs> yeah, so you kind of pushed it to my knuckle and then I kind of 
jammed it down. Yeah, and likewise. And I just pushed it to your knuckle and you kind of... Jammed it down, like, <laughs> subtly while we were doing the rest of the uh, ceremony there. Um, but, yeah, that was pretty much the ceremony. We did some... The rest of the food for all. We did the book signing. Um, so we had pills. had some beautiful songs. Do you remember what the song was that you walked down the aisle to? Um, Jordan wasn't singing, no. but it was... Um, that song from Twilight, which I hate the fact that it's from Twilight, but I love the song. Yeah, it's a beautiful song. A thousand song. years. Yeah. Mm, which is... Whenever I hear it on the radio, I cry. Oh, I love it yeah. so much. And for our signing and for all our registrar stuff, we had... The Book of Love. The Book of Love, which oh. is one of my favourite songs ever. The Peter Gabriel it. song, Book of Love. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely so amazing. Jordan is actually coming up very soon yeah and i would love the two of you to record all our wedding songs well we'll have a chat because we'll see how much time he's got because he's a very busy man he's the official md for the official buddy holly tour uh which is going to be in the king's theater in glasgow next week so he might be a little bit busy but if we do get time we are going to sit and do a bit of chatting and a bit of recording and we're going to start a new segment again for the podcast which is all about music whoop, whoop. yeah people have been asking this since we started the podcast yeah yeah 17 episodes ago we got our first comment saying john can you sing some john songs on the podcast <laughs> and as i've said before i can't sing songs on the podcast but what i can do is i can put some stuff on our youtube channel Yay. so then we'll tell you all about the links and we'll post those on all our social media and we'll do it that way um so yeah so we and then we walked out of this ceremony yeah so then we walked song. out and I don't know if we picked a song or if Jordan just played some some happy music. I can't remember what it was. If it was anything, it wasn't anything that I thought. I think he may have just, just done his Jordan thing. and Yeah, jazzed up version of something. Played some upbeat music. Um, and then everybody came out and sort of we did like the post-ceremony meet and greet, had a yeah. chat with people. And so now I was telling you about Marley and me, awkward situation. Yeah. She had found a penny on the floor. Yeah. Um. And she'd given it to me, and she was like, "This is a lucky penny. Oh, some good luck for your wedding." That's so sweet. And I had jammed it inside my bouquet. Yeah. So it was like in right in there, and as I was hugging people and stuff, it fell out. Oh. And I was like, "I need to get this now." So me forgetting that I'm in this tight dress, zipped up, layers on, just crouched down and picked it up. So the back of my dress was like <laughs> a, a circle and a hook. Yeah. And the hook straightened. Yep. So that released some of the tension. And my zip went down. Yep. All the way down my back. I was like, Nicola, my dress is just going to... I'm bursting out my dress. I, I, bro- I broke the zip. I'm going to be standing here with no bra or just my pants in a minute. And she's like, no, no, you're fine. So she zipped me up. But every time I hugged someone, it my went zip again. would slowly go down. <laughs> so she spent the entire time stood, stood behind, behind you, zipping you back up each yeah. time. Yeah, I remember. Hug, zip, hug, zip, hug, zip. So then everyone went out and they had their canopies. So as part of our package, they got three canopies. Yeah, they canopies got, and drinks. Yeah, so they got either a bottle of Peroni or... Yeah, there's some generic bottle of beer. And a Bellini. Yeah. Um, And then there is chocolate strawberries, mini cheeseburgers and mini chicken and bacon pies. Yeah, which sounds great. Did you manage to get one? Didn't even see them. No, me Never neither. Yeah, they didn't taste them. Yeah, didn't even catch a glimpse of one they even smell them nope didn't see them didn't even know they existed because we were like, raging they've forgotten the canopies they've forgotten the canopies and then someone <laughs> over to me is... with a strawberry hanging out of the mouth like no i didn't yeah your canopies were amazing it was like oh thanks cheers and 
No one even took a photo of them. No, nobody thought, oh, we'll just grab a couple of these and see if they want. No, because we were then doing all the sort of post-fair no, ceremony. No, I was up. So yeah. my mum found a needle and a thread from like an emergency sewing kit. Where was I hotel. at this point? Was I taking pictures? Yeah, you were getting your groom's pictures. That's right. So yeah, um, we did all the pictures. Like in front of the fireplace, like with your dad, your brothers, best man. Yeah, family and all yeah. that sort of stuff. And then we kind of spent the next <coughs> hour and a half maybe just doing pictures with, with everybody. All the sort of pictures that you need to get done, um, essentially. And um, that was it for the next sort of period of time yeah it was a bit rainy so we only went outside for one photo and that was like a massive yeah we got a big group photo which i mean we were lucky because it wasn't pouring down no it was just a bit drizzly so we didn't want to be out there for long but yeah so i mean we could have forced people to go out but there was no reason there was no need we did one picture outside which was just so everyone was lined up yep and then i had mikey and nicola hoist my dress up yep I had um, someone else, I don't even know, probably Vicky, holding the umbrella over Holding your umbrella, yeah. I ran out. Yep. Shireen's on, like, the second floor looking at, hanging she, out a window. Well, essentially, she was on the roof. Yeah, hanging like, out So a she'd gone up to, like, one of the the rooms Fire and pictures. climbed out of the window <laughs> yeah. onto the roof to take the picture, which, fair play to her. Yeah. Um. So they quickly whipped away the umbrella from me, let my dress fall down. We said cheese. She must have taken, like... 10 photos in quick succession. Yeah, she and did. Then she we packed it and then ran away. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then everybody went back in. And then, so everybody slowly but surely sort of went into the main room <coughs> ready for dinner. Yes. So we done it the Scottish way, American way. I don't know. But we done the speeches first. Yes. Which is was, was actually quite a pain with the hotel. They were like, no, 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 dinner first. I'm like, no, I've got nervous people. They have to... See their speech, yeah. Then we will eat because they're not going to enjoy that. I know, food. yeah. They were they were being like quite adamant on that. We were like, no, we set this out in our itinerary. This is the way we're doing things. Yeah, they kept emailing me like the wrong running order. I'm yeah. like, just to confirm, speeches are first. Yeah. Like, but your guests will be hungry. I was like, they've had canopies. Yeah, they're fine. They're fine. Yeah, <laughs> they're they're all having a lovely time. It's fine. Yes, yeah, so then we had the speeches. So we had a wee bit untraditional. We had your dad say a speech as well. Yes, he really wanted to because he's got Not three got boys. Yeah. He's got three boys, and yeah, he's never really going to get a chance. Um, and because my mum's not around, unfortunately, uh, we just thought we'd give, thought we'd ask if he wanted to do it. We thought we'd give him the opportunity mm-hmm. straight away. He was like, "Yes, I really want to. Yes, absolutely, I want to say something." Yeah. Um, and it was really lovely. So we had a little bit of banter. At the start of it, because uh, me and a few of the other lads were talking about what we were going to do, which is like a running joke mm-hmm. uh, through through all of our speeches. So he had a little bit of banter at the start and then um, had this wonderful Bob Marley quote. Yeah. Uh, from, one of, from a Bob Marley song. And it was all about um, embracing the love that you have for each other for the rest of your life, which was really, really beautiful. Um, and then was it your dad straight after? I honestly can't remember the order of speeches. I don't know if it, I think it was my dad first. Because I remember your dad making a joke about, oh, mine's not as long as that. Yeah, I think it probably was your dad first. And, and he was very prepared and it was very, very good. And he was funny and he was charming. Made us laugh, made us cry. Even though he was nervous, he, he was no brilliant. Bother. He was excellent and he yeah. delivered the speech very well for somebody who doesn't you know, typically do a lot speaking, do a lot yeah. of t- public speaking. It was it was excellent. It was a really good 
first speech. Yeah, he talked about he spoke about me as a child. He spoke about when he met you and kind of when you asked. And when kind of yeah, so, yeah, and yeah. He got everyone to stand up and raise a glass to us, and you know. Yeah, it was, really it was lovely. It was yeah. lovely. Um, and then yeah, then it was my dad, um, and then it was me, mm-hmm. uh, and then it was Amy. Yeah. And I've got to say, I was pleasantly surprised about how well my speech went. Oh really? Yeah. I got some good laughs and... I, I just don't know why you're surprised. <laughs> I don't know. I mean... You are very used to standing up and talking in front of people. And singing and chatting and hosting things and saying this is what's coming up next in the hotel. Not making jokes and, you know, having a laugh. Yeah. But, <clears throat> no, it all went really, really well. Um, and, yeah, we, we ribbed my friend Dean for the entirety of the speeches. Mm-hmm. Like, my opening joke was, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. And Dean... <laughs> It's really nice to see you here. Hi, Dean. You know, it was yeah. it was those things. It was just wonderful. It was beautiful. Uh, and it was just a, a really good uh, time. Mm-hmm. And then, Carol, I've got an important question to ask you. Oh. Yeah. So what we need to know is for that day, what was on your plate? Oh, want you to tell me, Nate. Oh, can't you tell me? Why can't you tell me? What's on your plate? What's on your flumping plate? We had a beautiful four-course meal, so we did. So we had a choice. You could have the soup or a parfait. Um, what did you have? I had the parfait. Me too. I love a little bit of pâté or parfait. And soup is messy. I had a white dress on. You had a white shirt on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess so. I didn't even think about that, but I was just like... I love parfait. <laughs> Get in my face. So parfait, for people who are not as a foodie as us, is patty that's really smooth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Patty's apparently junky. Um, with toasted brioche, you know, all that jazz. Um, and then, was that then was it the palate cleanser? No. Was it after the main? It was after the main. So then we had the main. So you could have rolled sirloin of beef or breast of chicken and rolled thigh. Both served with dolphin wire potatoes and a bowl of seasonal veg. So a few months before, maybe a year before the wedding, we went down for a taster meal. It was like included in the package that you got a meal. It was it was the yeah. year before. So what we done was we like I ate half the soup, John ate half the patty. We switched. Switched and John tried ate half yeah, the chicken, so we tried everything. I had and I at that point was not a beef person. No. I was a chicken and fish type of gal. Yep. And the beef was amazing. It was so good. As yeah, so I had the beef. Yeah, it was like slow cooked in like a, a bake, bath, of salt a bake water, bath yeah. or something. Oh, it was just ridiculously good. Beautiful. It was so good. Yeah. So I think on our recommendation, I think most people had the beef. <laughs> yeah, I could not stop talking about this. Beef. Like we we pretty much said to everybody, everybody was like, yeah, RSVP'd of like, yeah, yeah, we'll come. It was like, yeah, great, take the beef. Yeah. <laughs> and then we had our palate cleanser, a blood orange sorbet. Which was delightful, darling. It was beautiful. I was quite annoyed though because at the taster meal, it was served in a martini glass. Yeah. But at the event, it wasn't. No, I think it was just like little bowls or something. Yeah, a little wasn't it? glass bowl or something. I was like, Meh. probably just didn't have that many martini <laughs> glasses, which is fair enough. You know, that's a lot. Yeah. Like, unless you're a cocktail bar, you're not going to have like sixty or seventy but they martini have glasses. That. I think they probably just didn't have the bowl available because that's obviously come from catering, and we just went for a taster meal in the restaurant. Yeah, I guess. So, you and know. then finally, you could have sticky toffee pudding or a cheese board. Yeah. What did you have, my love? Well, I'm not a psycho, so I went for the sticky toffee pudding. (laughs) 
Well, I was thinking sticky toffee pudding again, messy, brown sauce, white dress. So I went for the cheese board. Psycho. But I didn't eat it. Didn't you? So I was still quite uncomfortable in my dress. Like I hadn't like... Yeah. I stood up for the ceremony. I got lots of photos taken. And then I was just kind of perched on this chair with my dress rammed under this table. Yeah. You on one side and... My dad on yeah. the other side. Yeah, it was. So there's just dress either. everywhere. I was so uncomfortable. I hadn't paid. And it had like a hoop in it as well. So yeah. there's nowhere to put the skirt. Yeah. Um, right, yeah. I hadn't peed since the morning. And I was so uncomfortable. And I was, I could feel myself getting angrier and angrier. And I was like, Nicola, let's go to the room. <laughs> I know. <laughs> After the meal, you just turned to me. You were like, I need to leave. I was like, uh, all right, I'll see you in a bit. I'll be back in about 20 minutes. I was like, yeah, cool. Cool, cool. Cool. Uh, we just just briefly skipped by one of my favourite musical moments of the day. So everybody got in, oh, sat yeah. down, ready for the speeches and the meals. And me and Carol made a big, big intra- en- en- entrance. And that was to the amazing song. You by dreams come true. That's the one by Hall and & Oates. And I nearly tripped off my dress on that. I yeah, to I, I nearly. I to kick step. I nearly tripped over your dress on that because the hoop was so big. Right, so after, I went up to the room. Yeah, after you'd finally managed to pee. Yeah, so I was really nervous about peeing yeah. in case, like Nicola seen my fanny, basically. Um, or <laughs> She's your best on, mate. I know, but still. Um, or peeing on my dress or something like that. Yeah. So we went up to the honeymoon suite, which had like a really big bathroom. And so Nicola kind of held it up for me. And through that, I kind of discovered that I could do it myself. Right. So I could like reach down and grab the hoop. Yeah. And pull it up so that my dress was then inside my hoop. Right, I get it. So you kind of tucked it in on itself. Yeah. And I get then you. I could pee and I could reach, you know, to good, good. I thought... I don't want anyone else wiping me and I don't want to drip dry. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I could reach to to clean myself up. Yep. Um, so that kind of made rest, like, I was like, oh, yes, I can pee independently. Like, yep. I'm happy now. That was a really big, like, weight off my mind. Um, So then I just kind of had a wee breath, you know, kind of composed myself and then you came up and then we had just kind of a moment. Five minutes yeah. of just like, we're married. And, you know, we just kind of enjoyed a little moment. Just a moment, yeah. Which was a, a lot of people told us. The advice we got given was don't wear a watch. Yeah, and then... Take time for yourself as a couple and take time for yourself as a person. Yeah. So I'd had my time as a person. I'd had my time with you and yeah. I wasn't wearing a watch. Tick, tick, tick. Yep, did all those things. Um, so that was lovely. And then when we came back down, it was ready to start getting into, like, the evening... Yes. <coughs> so the evening guests had arrived. Yep. All the tables had been kind of cleared and moved back. The dance floor was whipped open. Yeah. Band, well, the musician. Yeah. So singers were starting to set up. What we did for music. So Jordan uh, played the evening as well as the ceremony. Um, and the idea was he said, he's like, I'm happy to come and do your wedding. Um, and I'll do it really cheap uh, on mates rates on one condition that you come and sing a couple of songs with me. So I was like, yeah, Jordan, no problem at all. I'll absolutely do that with you, mate. <coughs> so. And then we also had a DJ booked for, for the later. evening, for the late, yeah. late, so that Jordan late could on enjoy the wedding. Exactly, yeah, because like, he, he, I wanted him to be a guest as well as, yeah. you know, having that. So, 
So what we did was invite, because obviously I've worked in the performing arts trade for so many years, we invited everybody else to come and have a little sing-song too. Yeah, and everyone loved it. Like, they were keen to sing a song with you on your wedding day. Absolutely, yeah. Or for it was, us on your wedding day. It was day. pretty much just like a little jam session. So I was supposed to play four songs. Well, the plan was um, Jordan would kind of warm us up Yep. And then we would do our first dance, which yep. Jordan would sing to us. Then you would go up um, and sing a song for me and my dad to dance to. Well, no. So the, oh, the, so the plan Probably. was, right, so the first the first set was going to be Jordan doing a bit of a warm-up, getting a few people up to sing, and right. me going in and playing a couple of songs. And then in the start of the second set was when we did our first dance. The family dance. Family dance. Father and then dance. the one that I... Well, I'm going to talk about in a minute that I sang for you and your dad. Mm-hmm. <coughs> so that was the plan. But instead of doing that, Jordan played one song and went, right, I'm going to invite people up. John, come on. <laughs> so I ended up playing essentially both sets completely, just couldn't get away because as soon as somebody else came up, I was like, right, I'm going to... Oh, no, do you know what? I'm going to stay. I love this song. So I ended up playing the entire thing and everybody had a little sing-song, and it was just wonderful. So this is my entertainment bug, <laughs> right, I would well... like to say. So I have two points of my entertainment bug. Yeah. The first one is no one gets up to dance until after the first dance. Like, that's the rule of weddings. And you sang too long before the first dance. But that was the plan. We'd agreed that plan. That was the plan that we made. It was the plan. I felt like it wasn't. I it misunderstood was. the plan. No, so you I agreed was, like, with that. I was itching to dance. I was by myself. Well, not by myself because obviously I had my braids. You weren't by yourself. Every, you were literally working the room and everybody was telling you how beautiful you were. You weren't sat there waiting for me to get back I at all. I wanted to dance. Because I even said, I was on stage, I was like, do you want me to come back? And you were like, you just carry on what you're doing. Everyone's telling you I'm great. And I just walked off and I was like, okay, fair enough, yeah. Yeah, everyone was telling me I was beautiful. It was really awkward though because there some people who I hadn't met who were like, you're a distant family yeah. or... You know, so I am, um, or your friends, whatever, from home. So I was like, you're introducing myself. You're, hi, I'm Carol. Welcome to my wedding. What's your name? <laughs> and it's like, all these Welsh names. I couldn't remember anyone's name. I was like, aha, aha, mm-hmm. Hello. <laughs> John, help me. Uh, there's some classics in and in, around in my family. Mm. Elwyn, Dilwyn, well, Gwyneth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so then we cut the cake. Yeah. And then... We had our first. You've skipped past all the rest of the entertainment. We didn't Did we cut, not our... cut the cake? No, we didn't cut the cake till well after. We were supposed to cut the cake before the first dance, but that's right, we done it really late. We ended up doing yeah. it after and before the Kaylee. So, God, can you remember? That's a blur. <laughs> right, okay, so what happened was we played a 45-minute set of everybody coming up and having a little sing-song. Carol was working the room like an absolute pro. I was on the stage like an absolute pro. We were having a wonderful time. We had loads of little sing-songs. And then we took a little break, and then we went back. We did our first dance, which was the wonderful All of Me, that was written and performed by John Legend. Um, And that was just beautiful. We got probably my favourite picture of the day, which is our dance. From Becky. Becky which. Of which, sorry, Shireen, didn't come from you. It came from from Becky, and it was just yeah. a beautiful, beautiful shot. Just caught a moment. The lighting was perfect. We just looked great, and it was just a wonderful shot. And 
so appreciative of it, but that's probably my favourite picture of the day. It's our first dance picture from Becky. Um, and then we played the family dance song, which was the aforementioned Thinking Out Loud mm-hmm. by Ed Sheeran. <laughs> yes, yeah, so we invited all our bridesmaids to come up and dance with the groomsmen. Um, our parents, parents, to come up. and whoever wanted, and to. any couples that wanted to join in, any yeah. non-couples who want to join, just just it, we, we invited everybody yeah. to come up for a dance, and then it was done in stages, wasn't it? John Kerr announced everyone, like yeah, so the bridesmaids come up. That was family, it, yeah. yeah. That's quite a traditional part of a wedding as well, yeah. wasn't it? And then there was the kind of unexpected song that I sort of threw in the week before the wedding. Well, yeah, my dad had this idea. He had he got this idea in his head because everybody there was going to were performers and singers and stuff like that. He was like, he found this song and it's a beautiful song, and he was like, I want to sing that mm-hmm. at the wedding. So he he intended to get singing lessons and all sorts of stuff. Yeah, he'd and, been practicing, and every he'd been day practicing it. He used and, to drive a van at that time. Yeah, and he was just constantly had it on repeat, repeat, just practicing. But he either Thought he sounded awful, or kept having a wee tear, and couldn't get through. Yeah, he, the, yeah, he was like, I can't get through it. But yeah, then he was like, and I can't really, I, I can't, I'm not really, really ready to do it. So the week before the wedding, when we were up at your parents, he played this song for me, and he was like, I really wanted to sing this for you too, and it just caught me, and I was like, I'll sing it for you. Yeah. I was like, I'll, I'll sing it for you and Carol instead. Yeah. Because just the sentiment behind it was so beautiful. I was like, I've got to. Mm-hmm. I've got to do it. Yeah, so you sang so, the guitar in Jordan. Like, piano. within the week of everything that we were doing, getting ready for the wedding, I learned this song, mm-hmm. um, which is a really, really beautiful song about father and daughter uh, on their wedding day, and it's called I Loved Her First. And it was really sweet, though, because, see, when we were dancing, my dad sang it to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, so it's it's called I Loved Her First and it's by Heartland, which is um an American country group. Hmm. And it's just a really, really beautiful song. Yeah, but yeah, nice. um and that was just and yet again, another beautiful photo. Yeah, is... we turned round to like say thanks to John, like faced him, turned yeah. to face him. And I just hugged my dad, like resting my head on his shoulder and Becky like just got the picture film. and it's and it's you and your dad in the foreground with your backs to the, the camera mm-hmm. and me sort of blurry in the background playing the song and it's just a stunning. Yeah. Beautiful. Stunning moment and that was a really heartfelt moment. Yeah. And then after we did that, I could let loose a bit because I'd only had a couple yeah, of ciders up to that off, point. Oh, yeah, the jacket was on the chair. I'd opened the waistcoat. My cravat came off and I was drinking whiskey. In fact, me and Jordan went outside and tanked a bottle of bourbon between the two of us with Tash, Yeah, which would probably explain the... Uh, the merriness of, of Tash by the end of the night. But, yeah, we we absolutely tanked it and had a big chat outside. And then we came in. We cut the cake. Yeah. Uh, our cake was amazing, so we went for a, a non-traditional wedding cake, and we had one that looked like a stacked set of suitcases. Yeah. And it was just stunning. It looked like um like a Victorian set of new uh, suitcases. It was mm. just beautiful. So then we cut the cake, and then we had a Kaylee. We did Scottish Kaylee, which is my entertainment bug. Alan, I love you. You did a great oh, job. Yeah. But the tracks were bloody awful yeah they kept skipping 
They kept jumping back to the same track every time. You ended up swearing down the microphone at it. <laughs> it was hilarious. But, I mean, it all worked out in the end because yeah, everybody was having steps, fun. Yeah, you knew the steps. You told us what to do. So that's, that was what social dancing was. See, previously we talked yeah, about Yeah, yeah, social dancing, yeah. That's, that's, that's actually Kaylee. That's, uh, that's yeah. prep for the rest of your life at so weddings. So that was hard work. I was sweating and, uh, yeah. and I was determined not to take my shoes off. But one thing I was really happy about is that everybody gave it a go. Everyone joined in, yeah. Like, lots of non-Scottish there, and everyone was like, oh, this is great. Give you it know? a go, yeah. Yeah, yeah, what do you want me to do? Skip around sideways? Yeah, I'll do heel that. Heel toe, heel toe. Everybody forward. was loving it, loving it. And Alan <laughs> did a great job apart from the tracks, but the tracks were shocking, Alan. Yeah. Shocking. But you managed to um, round everyone up. And... Aye, but we got there in the end, and that was a good laugh. And then the DJ started, and the buffet came out. Did you eat any of the buffet? I got it on my plate. I think I ate a couple of Haggis <coughs> bone buns. Yeah. Um, but no, that was it. No, we specially requested um, Haggis bonbons. And the chef was actually Scottish. The chef was Scottish and he Yelly. was like, yes, I'll make them. He was so happy because yeah. he never gets that request. And he was just buzzing. He was like, yeah, I'll make them. And there was like two trays full of them. Yeah, so our um, buffet was like slow cooked shredded pork. It was like a barbecue buffet. Chicken, yeah, yeah. Homemade coleslaw. Yeah. Big buns. It was Big buns, that kind yeah, of thing. yeah. And it was, it was great, but just I think everybody was full and drinking and merry by that point, and mm. it, the buffet just hardly, <coughs> hardly got touched at all until <coughs> until about three in the morning uh, when Joe and Jenny um, decided to just raid the buffet. So the buffet <laughs> was still sat there. Most of it had gone a little bit cold by that point, yeah. but they just absolutely smashed it at like three in the morning. Went back for about two or three plates. They were great. Fair play to him. Yeah. So we the a lot of the guests left about midnight. Yeah, so it started to wind down. Traditional yeah. closing of a wedding, closing of any family party. Yeah. I don't actually know what it's called. High road. You'll take the high road. And well, I, I'll I take don't. The load. There's a name of that song, and it's not called High Road. But Bonnie Banks know. of Loch Lomond. Yeah, maybe. Um, Some of that. Yeah. So we done that, and then the DJ was actually there till one. So we were yeah. just doing requests. He was playing Usher. He was playing... You know, he was having a great time. Yeah. Immy was break dancing With Helen. And yeah. Helen and Shireen, <laughs> like all three of them trying to break dance. It was like little Immy who's got all the moves and two really uncoordinated white girls who just really couldn't dance. No offence, girls. Love you both, but no. <laughs> and it was just yeah. great. It was really, really it good. good. It was just um, like the young ones left by then. Yeah, it? and it was just, it was really brilliant. I was doing the very stereotypical John thing of propping up the bar and uh, okay, getting fresh air drinking quite a lot of whiskey um and then yeah yeah going to stand outside for a while um, you had some posh cigars as well we did we did uh, a bit of a sort of uh, an occasion tradition yeah. between me and a few of my friends so yeah we had a little cigar so smoke. because we had rooms in the hotel we could use the residence bar until like, all night yeah, for I as think... long as we were going to drink there, they'd stay open, yeah. basically. So we lasted until four o'clock in the morning. Four in the morning. <sighs> yes. And at four in the morning, yeah, it was very few people left at that mm. point. It was like, I remember my dad still being there mm. and my uncle Dill. Mm. They were still going. Yeah, Nicola, Dave. Nicola and Dave. Jill and Joe. Yeah, Jenny and Joe. Jenny and Joe. Um, that was about it, wasn't it? Jordan, was he still there? He went back to his hotel. 
Yeah, Jordan had gone back by that point. Yeah, because he wasn't staying in our hotel. No, he was staying down the road with uh, Alice. Yeah. And then, so, they went upstairs to the honeymoon suite. Yep. John passed out in the bed. Yeah. I was sewn into my dress. I was like, John, John. <laughs> John, you need to cut me out. John. John. John was gone. So I had to get the scissors. You little fibber. So what happened then? You little fibber. Oh no, did you go to the bathroom? I, yeah, that is what happened, right? Okay. So we got into the room and you were like, John, you're going to have to help cut me out of the dress. I said, that's fine. I just need to go to the toilet. Because I had all the kilt and stuff on. (laughs) Took me a little bit of time because I'd been sort of like, Doing a bit of a carol and sort of tucking it into itself and doing whatever I needed yeah, so to do. Yeah, so getting undressed. So, but I was tired of that by that point of the night, and I'd had a few whiskeys, so it all Get just it off. <laughs> it essentially, it all just came off, and I was like, ah, oh, now I can pee freely. Brilliant. Um, and then I came out, and she was like, "Don't worry, I've already cut it, cut myself out of it now." And I was like, oh, "Okay, cool." And then I collapsed. <laughs> yeah. So I had these massive big shears like at my back, like, and I managed to cut. Not my dress. Like, I cut the stitches and that was it. It's, that's really impressive. Like I said, yeah. uh, like I I hadn't passed out and left you abandoned, no, stuck in your dress. Right, yeah. Like, you just made out your Rudy. Mm. I I went to the bathroom, came back out, and like the strong, independent woman that you are, having even just been married, you, uh, you'd you done it yourself and you were, yeah. you were ready for bed. Yeah, and then I lay in bed all night awake. <laughs> Yeah, I know. By all night, I mean three hours because at seven o'clock I had to get up and de like makeup and sweat and alcohol myself ready for breakfast because I'm having breakfast with my family at eight o'clock the next morning. Yeah. Well, our families, yeah. Yeah. Your family, my family. And all the people that sort of yeah, stayed. Everyone who stayed in the hotel, we were meeting at eight o'clock for breakfast. Yeah, I'd had a big buffet back breakfast in the morning. I just lay in bed thinking, I want to sleep in. I can't sleep in. I can't be the bride who sleeps in the next day. Nope, nope. No, because we were going straight to our little um, honeymoon cottage. Yeah. Uh, the day after as well. So we need to be up and ready to check out and go and start the next day. Yeah. First day of being married. So that was our wedding. In a sort of brief overview, we've probably... Could, we could talk about the wedding for Yeah, days. we've probably last, yeah. left like thousands of details out and loads of stuff that people would be like, oh, you didn't mention that, oh, you didn't talk about that, oh, you didn't talk about this. So there's a couple of things I do want to mention that we have skipped over. Right. So, Inspiration Corner. Right. The Inspiration Corner. Inspiration Corner. Yeah, playing songs for people, yeah. And I was fine recording. I'd made all the city. Yeah. And we'd packed up the favours ourselves. Which we kind of talked about as well. And I also want to mention that we, myself mainly, have inspired someone. Well, you have. I haven't. This is is not me, but... Through our inspiration corner. Yeah, so one of our sort of... She's turned into a bit of a friend of the show. Yeah. Now, like, definitely. she's definitely been one of our biggest inputters. Um, yeah. So, so I think we're going to make Jenna our first official friend of the Hughes Musings no. podcast. So, Jenna, you are our first official friend of the podcast. Official top fan. 
but yeah, so she's been sending us pictures of yeah. her crochet. So yeah, she decided that she wants to learn how to crochet. <clears throat> yeah. Because she's like, if Carol can pick it up, anyone can. <laughs> so she went on Amazon and she bought her hooks and her wool and a book. She's got more stuff than I do. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's all kitted out, ready for it. Yeah, so and she's been, like, asking my advice and like sending me pictures. So she's like, "Oh, my tension's too tight in this one, and I know that." So I started again, and I gave her a wee tip, and then she sent me like the new stuff, and she is on it. Have yeah, you, seen you the see, pictures? see the improvements already. Absolutely, uh-huh. I've been looking yeah. through the pictures as well. She's like I know, I know it's you guys chatting, but yeah, I am keeping an eye on it. And <clears throat> just want to say, Jenna, that we just really, really appreciate your enthusiasm and your input. It's amazing. And it makes me feel like I have inspired someone. Like, to do some. I feel so special. Absolutely. Like, Absolutely. I am an inspiration. <laughs> that's it. Your inspiration corner. That's that, That's me. I'm a corner. <laughs> like, you are an inspiration corner. <laughs> so thank you so much, Jenna. And well done. It's looking great. And I love the colour. She's done her first two. Uh, one was orange and one was blue, and orange is my favourite colour. So. I, I really liked the orange. It was a really yeah. nice shade. It was beautiful. Smashed it. It was beautiful. It's but... so neat. I can't believe it. Like, oh. See, yeah. that's what I say. Crocheting is easy. Like, anyone can pick it up. Like, give it a go. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. We're bringing back crochet. <laughs> Screw knitting. Knitting for wimps. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for listening. We do really appreciate you listening to us talk about what was the best day of our lives well my life anyway carol yep absolute best day. absolutely absolutely so next up is when we finally have a child that'll probably be my next be- next best day mm. <coughs> um but so thanks guys for listening to everything that we've said uh we really 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 appreciate um all your input all your support um, it's been uh, an absolute pleasure to talk about what a beautiful day that was. And I am going to go and instantly message every single person that came to the wedding and just tell them that I miss them and I love them. Oh, that's sweet. Uh, Carol, have you got anything you want to say before we sign out for the week? Uh, no, just if you wanted to send us a message, you can do it through Facebook. It's probably the easiest way. Yeah, Who's come, and be, come, come and be a friend of the show as well. Jenna's our first. We need more. Yeah. We need lots of friends. We're thirsty bitches. <laughs> And you can listen to the podcast. I know you're already listening to it, so you know this. But if there's one of these easier options for you, we've got Apple Podcasts, we've got Podbean, YouTube, and the website. And if you've got any suggestions, if there's anything you'd rather listen to us on, just let us know and we'll see if we can figure it out. Except for Spotify, because Spotify's for dicks. Oh, I, think I, might, I think we might go on Spotify. Oh, really? I need to double check, but I applied, so let's see. Let's see. Okay. Leave I'll, that cliffhanger there for you. I might need to take that back. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, guys, thanks very much for listening. We'll see you very soon. Chat to you next week. Bye. Bye.